I call to order the April 26th Special School Committee meeting. I would like to make a motion that we proceed to the deliberations related to the superintendency and appointment of superintendent of schools. Is there a motion? So moved. Second? Second. Okay. Roll call vote on the motion. Camille? Yes. David Callahan? Yes. Al Charles? Yes. Yes. Dave McNeil's running a little bit late. Uh, Ali Stokes? Yes. And Megan Whitmore also a little bit late. So we've got two, two absent. Okay, so before we, we begin, I would just like to provide the community a bit of a background on the process that we've had so far. On February 8th, we held a workshop with our Massachusetts Association of School Committees Field Director, Tracy Novick, who provided a detailed overview of our options and next steps. At our March 1st Special School Committee meeting, we met to discuss next steps and voted to move forward with internal candidate, Mr. Lucas Jagir. April 7th, the district held meet and greet sessions for members of the community, staff, faculty, building administrators, and central office to meet Mr. Jagir and ask questions. On April 13th, the committee held a public interview with the candidate, and this brings us to tonight. So I just want to thank everyone who attended the meet and greet sessions, to everyone who completed surveys, and took the time to send their comments to the full school committee. I would like to thank everyone for being here, whether in person or watching from home. One of the main responsibilities of any school committee is the hiring and evaluation of the superintendent. We recognize this is a tremendous responsibility and impacts the district as a whole. So at this time, we will begin our discussion, sharing our thoughts and opinions, one at a time going around the table, um, just kind of a nice flow to it. And then this will lead us to a ballot vote. So we'll start with Camille Bernstein. Thoughts, opinions, pros, cons. Let me get my gum out. <laughs> when we had the early March meeting, um, I was hesitant about me, although I saw uh, quite a bit of support for Lucas there. Um, I was hesitant about um, moving forward with anything until we interviewed him. And I also at that time had felt, you know, I've been in this position only since late November and I had been a rather absent parent <laughs> as far as, you know, noticing what the assistant superintendent did. Um, since then, I've had a lot of FaceTime with Lucas, uh, hours and hours and hours on negotiations. And um, both from my own personal experience with him through that and through um, numerous teachers uh, and parents talking to me about his qualities um I, I think that he is exactly what franklin needs for a superintendent um i'm sure other people can speak to his qualities but the ones that stick out to me are his um skills in relationship building in measured thoughtful logical empathetic listening and thinking and um, he brings a calm to the room and to um, interactions that I think is supremely important for a leader. I have taught for 23 years and I've had, I think, five superintendents. 
Um, so I've seen a variety, and this is nothing to say about my current superintendent, whom I adore, but I would be, I would be thrilled to work under a superintendent like Lucas. So that's all I have to say. Thank you. Uh, Dave Callahan. Thank you. Uh, um, piggyback on when you were uh, one of the topics you kind of brought up about the relationship building. And I know this came up uh, in the interview that we had. I think my colleague, Ms. Stokes, uh, had a question about uh, special education. And Lucas really kind of responded that he would really work on that relationship building to kind of pull in and help collaborate across so many different uh, stakeholders. I had the pleasure, I want to share a quick story, kind of just about that, about the relationship building uh, that, that he has, that I have a pleasure of sitting on the substance abuse task force. And with this largely helmed uh, by Lucas, but uh, an incredibly diverse set of individuals seated around the table. Uh, we have uh, school committee members past and present. There's um, members of central office, the administrative team, faculty members, students. We have representatives from the SAFE Coalition, and then also our own uh, state representative, Jeff Roy, all sit around uh, the same table. And the way that, that Lucas works uh, and really builds those relationships is everybody is aware that they have an equal say uh, at the table. And because of it, it really opens up the door for collaboration. And there was this, this spectacular moment that almost it couldn't even have scripted it better, where right before uh, the critical conversations event, they uh, uh, an idea was kind of tossed out that we could present to the entire community a screening of the documentary like, but there was a price tag associated with that. And no sooner than those words and the, the idea had kind of just floated out there that we had, it was uh, uh, Jen Knight uh, from Safe Coalition looked across the table, sees Jeff Roy and says, well, you know what, our state's representative uh, just secured some funding for us and we would love to use that funding to finance this project. And just like that, uh, the, this idea went from inception to reality, uh, largely really just because of the way that Lucas brings everybody to the table. And I truly believe that uh, if in the superintendent's office, he'll be bringing that same relationship building to so many members uh, all across the community and across the state. And that's going to be incredibly important as we have a lot of financial difficulties ahead of us. And we're going to be able to need uh, creative solutions to be able to solve that. And I truly believe that that's one of the many assets that he's going to be able to bring to help usher us through that next stage in Franklin. Thank you. Um, Al Charles? Sure. Thank you. Um, so pleased to be able to go through this whole entire process. Um, I think during this whole process, I've gotten a better relationship with Lucas. Um, seen what he's been doing on a day-to-day -day basis, and I feel that what he brings to the table, uh, just based off of his experience at all the levels, um, as we heard, he's you know he started off as a um, <clears throat> at the as an aide, um, and then worked his way up. I think he can speak to really what's happening, and folks can relate to him. And really, because he's gone through those those um, positions, I think they can take his word as face value because they know that he's gone through those and it's not, he's not necessarily needing to defer to folks as much as possible um, because he's lived that world, he's he's experienced it. Um, 
I, I respect somebody being able to go through and, and really see and speak to it versus just kind of take others others words um, for that. Um, his background in the military, I think that will help as well. I've seen him really put that structure and I think bring people at ease as both of you had mentioned um, because of just how he how he just thinks method I can't speak um, logically and and systematically. I mean, he's brought up many a times. There are many systems that he wants to incorporate, and really, the systems are what will help build the process and really help for longevity. So, I think that will help Franklin and really establish some good foundations. Um, and then, I, lastly, just from what I've heard from the community, really the support around him and, and wanting him to be the person at the helm. Um, I, I think that's that's one thing that is always a hurdle. If you don't have the people behind you, you're not going to get the the work done. Um, and I feel like he has the community's trust. It's now just a matter of um, really being put the opportunity to be at the helm. So um, definitely impressed. Um, and excited to see what others are saying, saying and, and really seeing what he could do for the community. Thank you, Al. Uh, Dave McNeil? Yes, thank you. Um, I completely agree. I think uh, we're uh, much better off having gone through this process. Um, I thought the you know, opportunity to interview Lucas was was excellent, and I think over these you know, past few weeks, you know, seeing the outpouring of support that we've been getting from community members as well as um, faculty and staff, um, it's, it says a lot. And I think you know, right now where we are you know, as a community, um, I think stability, experience, and continuity are things that we could all use right now. I think it's extremely important. And in Lucas, um, we have that. We see just um, his qualifications with you know, working his way up, educational experience, but also experience in the Franklin Public School Systems. And as been, has been alluded to by everyone here, those relationships that he already has with our staff, administrators, faculty, um, and being able to hit the ground running on day one. Um, that continuity is going to be so important as you know, we still navigate our way out of the pandemic and knowing what post-pandemic schooling is going to be looking like. Um, I think you know his vision, long-term knowing our unique needs in Franklin Public Schools is um, an extremely valuable asset and also is strategic thinking and leadership style to implement that vision is going to be extremely important. So yeah, I, I agree. I think Lucas is the, the right person for Franklin Public Schools right now. Thank you, Dave. Um, let's see. So, Elise. Hi, I'm going to um, apologize in advance for my voice because I'm sick and, and grateful for a virtual option, grateful to be here. Uh, so I've worked closely with Mr. DeGear for almost three years, and I was enthusiastic at our first meeting in March, and I'm um, I think all the, the research and sniffing around I've done and talking to people and hearing from people has just made me more confident that he's the best candidate for this role of superintendent for Franklin Public Schools. He's certainly well qualified. He's clearly dedicated to the Franklin School community. His professional experience has been at all levels including a one-on-one -on -one ESP working in special ed with a student, a classroom teacher, assistant principal, principal, assistant superintendent. And this gives him a, a unique and holistic perspective on our schools. Lucas has strong interpersonal skills and is respected by staff, administrators, and families. He has passion, integrity, a growth mindset, and deep institutional knowledge of our schools. His work is solution-focused, and he understands the foundational power of connection 
between human beings. And it's not just me, we've received many emails from FPS school staff, our school administrators, and Franklin families that strongly support Mr. Jagir being offered the superintendency. Additionally, the anonymous survey results were overwhelmingly positive and very enthusiastic. Our staff and families deserve some consistency in these trying times. Our district is facing mighty challenges in the near future, and we need a leader who understands all the complexities and dynamics at play. Though it's an extremely demanding role, I'm confident that Mr. Jagir is up to the task. He is loyal and committed to Franklin, and we would be foolish to look elsewhere when the best candidate is right here. I fully support offering him a contract as superintendent of the Franklin Public Schools. Thank you, Elise. Um, I see Megan. Megan? Hi, yes. Um, Hi, Megan. Thank you. Sorry, I had trouble getting unmuted. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to say I, I completely agree. I want to echo uh, everything that Elise and uh, Dave said. Uh, I was very impressed uh, with the interview with uh, Mr. Laguerre, he's he's uh, you know very well qualified, well experienced, uh, you know knows this community well, knows knows the schools uh, really well, and and um, I I'm uh, 100% support him as well. Thank you, Megan. Um, I guess it's my turn now. Um, so I think I'd just like to highlight some of the action descriptive comments, concerns that we've received from many emails and surveys. So what I have here is just kind of a summation, not reflective of me or my opinion. Um, you know, we need a superintendent with a strong knowledge of our current operating and financial situation, someone who can effectively communicate the school's financial needs. We need that person now, and I believe that you already have him. His strength is in his relationships with people. Lucas is collaborative and thoughtful in his decision-making. Lucas has a strong commitment to our community. Mr. Jagir leads with a sense of purpose, has high expectations for those around him and even higher expectations for himself. Mr. Jagir has been woven into the fabric of the organization and will start off with something most superintendents don't, great community relations. His willingness to listen and lean into the strengths of his team will serve him well as he transitions into this role. And some of the challenges that we've heard, um, you know, Lucas has worked as an assistant superintendent, not superintendent, so this would be a hands-on learning curve. As far as not having true superintendent experience, that can all be learned. We have a great leadership team in place to help support Lucas. I'm confident in our central office staff and other administrators within Franklin. He's also developed strong relationships with our town administrator, town council, and the finance committee. It is obvious relationships matter to him. These relationships build trust. And what does that trust give to him? The trust gives him the latitude to learn as he navigates his way through his first year in his superintendency. We need someone who is vested in bringing together our community bringing back what has been missing the past few years. I believe Mr. Jagir, his experience, his broad view of the work is critical for our district in this moment in time. He also recognizes areas he requires growth. At his interview, he highlighted reacclimating with the building principles, learning to lead as a superintendent and not just as an assistant superintendent. I believe this speaks volumes to his character and his willingness to learn. Um, like a, 
Ms. Stokes had said, you know, I've had the opportunity to work with Dr. Hearn since 2019. And right by her side, as she pivoted our learning model and our precious teacher resources through a pandemic, worked to implement and prioritize new SEL objectives, budget development, was Mr. Gier. He is articulate, prepared, approachable. He would continue to lead and serve as a mentor for our district during a time when I believe consistency is key. He possesses communication, collaboration, interpersonal skills, as well as the leadership style required for this role. I also think it's important to highlight he doesn't just see students as data points. When he speaks of his experience with the different groups in the district, you know, his work on SWAC or the Substance Abuse Task Force, you can see in his face how proud he is of the students' work. And that means something. Our students are not data points, they are our children. Um, I think it also really speaks volumes. At our February meeting, there was someone who flew out to Boston just to come to the meeting to show his support for Mr. Gier. I don't believe I have had such a profound influence on someone's life that they would do the same for me. I, you know, like I can't, I sat there and I'm like, I can't think of one person who would do that for me. Um, so I guess I'd just like to end it on that. <laughs> Nobody would do that for me. Um, I do need a hug. Um, so I guess, you know, we've all had our chance. Would anyone like to speak again, circle back on anything, add any additional comments, questions? I'm just a little worried about you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, Elise, Megan, are you guys all set? Okay. I'm not all set. All right. <laughs> so, you know, just I, I appreciate everyone spending the time, doing the work, sharing their thoughts and opinions this evening. So at this time, uh, this is a big one. All right. I move that candidate Mr. Lucas Jagir be appointed superintendent of schools for the Franklin Public School District, subject to and conditioned upon the successful negotiation of the contract of employment, mutually agreeable to the candidate and the Franklin Public School District School Committee, and signed and or executed by the candidate and the Franklin School Committee and or their delegate. I would further move that if this motion is approved, we direct the school committee and or their designee to begin contract negotiations with Mr. Lucas Chigier with the assistance of the school's committee's legal counsel. So moved. <laughs> All right, is there a second? Second. Okay. Um, so we will do a roll call vote. Let me just grab the tally right here. All right, Camille Bernstein. This is for Lucas. Hooah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that is a yes. That's the army military way. Okay. I just. I don't... Dave Callahan. transcript. Yeah. Yes. Al Charles. Yes. Dave McNeil. Yes. Yes. Elise Stokes. Yes. Megan Whitmore. Yes. Denise Spencer. Yes. All right. Motion passes. All right. So the motion is a is to it has been approved. Um, I would just like to take a short recess for housekeeping on my end. If we could have a motion for just a five minute recess. So moved. Is there a second? Second. All right, we'll need to a roll call vote. Camille? Yes. Dave? Yes. Al? Yes. Dave? Yes. Elise? Yes. Megan? Yes. All right, Denise, yes. All right, we will be back shortly.
I call the April 26th special school committee meeting back to order. Um, so thank you everyone for an incredibly healthy and honest discussion about our candidate. This is why we're here. I appreciate every single one of you and the perspectives that you all bring. And thank you again for all of your hard work. I know this hasn't been easy. Um, so I just had the opportunity to speak briefly with Mr. Jagir during the recess. Um, he is thrilled. He has accepted the opportunity. He expressed his thanks and is looking forward to next steps. Um, so at this time, I would like to ask for volunteers to serve on an ad hoc negotiation subcommittee tasked with coordinating matters related to the new superintendent contract. So if there are people who can dedicate their time beginning as soon as possible to begin this work, if you could just send me an email. Um, and that that is the last matter on the agenda. So I would entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Is there a second? Second. All right. Roll call vote to adjourn. Camille? Yes. Dave Callahan? Yes. Al? Yes. Dave McNeil? Yes. Elise? Yes. Megan Whitmore? Yes. Denise, yes. All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you in a bit. <laughs> we are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.